Africa, why must your beauty always be covered in blood? Why do the seeds of corruption always grow here? Who is planting them? Who is watering them? The pictures on the news always showing the red sand clinging to the brown bloody wound of our favorite uncle. The round malnourished belly of our baby siblings. Our women silenced. It's quite deafening. But isn't pain universal? Why must this be the only image we ever get of this beautiful continent composed of culture, class, and perseverance? The Africa I know is also green, growing economically and feeding us. The red sand dances with the people on the street, the soles of our feet covered in gold. Or rather should I say, this is the Africa I wish to know, or that some wish to know. Is this reality only safe for certain? Africa, stop bleeding for a moment, please, so we can finally see where the wound is, or is my worst fear true? Greetings, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that quick poem I wrote. And from the allure of the topic, or the poem, I think you can guess what this quick three-part series is about. Yes, it is about the current situations happening in our home continent, Africa. Unfortunately, I cannot talk about every single issue happening in every single country. So I'll be talking about three topics under the spotlight right now. The NSARS movement in Nigeria, the Anglophone crisis in Cameroon, and the interlinked crises in the Democratic Republic of Congo, also known as the DRC. And that will be done by Jessica. Today, we'll be talking about the NSARS movement in Nigeria. As you'd imagine, there's a lot of information to cover, and we want this podcast to be relatively short, so you can listen from the beginning to the end in one sitting. I highly encourage you all to do your own research afterwards if you have any further questions. Okay, let's begin. What is SARS? The Special Anti-Robbery Squad, SARS, was created in late 1992 to deal with crimes associated with robbery, theft, and more specifically, motor vehicle theft, kidnapping, and misuse of firearms. The birth of the NSARS movement dates back to 2017, when the youth of Nigeria used the hashtag to share their personal experiences on violence and assault committed by the corrupt anti-robbery squad. The hashtag we caught its flame Saturday, October 3rd, 2020, when a tweeter by the name of Chinye Loko tweeted, SARS just shot a young boy dead at Ukeli Delta State as we speak, in front of wetland hotels. They left him for dead on the roadside and drove away with the deceased Lexus Jeep. I have videos. Despite Chinyelugo's small following at the time, the tweet quickly went viral, prompting not only the Nigerian news but an international audience to call on the federal government for police reform. The protests were getting a lot of media attention, and many were hopeful that fundamental change was finally happening. Yet somehow, the peaceful protests against police brutality were met with police brutality. 
At about 6.45 p.m. Tuesday, October 20th, several social media accounts simultaneously revealed peaceful protesters were allegedly being shot at by the Nigerian military at the Lake Toll Gate holdout. Sources say around a dozen people were killed. How many deaths were not reported? How many wounded? How many wondering if their desire for police reform will ever be fulfilled? Well, on October 11th, one week after seizing operations, SARS was dismantled. Inspector General of Police, M.A. Adamu, then announced that the SWAT unit, the Special Weapons and Tactics Team, would replace SARS. Within hours of the announcement, Nigerians flooded social media, predominantly Twitter, with the hashtag #EndSWAT, as they were afraid the exact same police reform that they were asking for would not materialize. So what now? Well, that is up to Nigeria. They as a people ultimately have the last say on how to proceed. The impact this movement had not only sparked change within the country, but gave other African countries hope, leading to protests all over the continent for the same cause in their country or in Nigeria or even internationally. If there's anything I can personally say is that this movement will finally be giving back some of the power to the people of Nigeria because that is what ultimately makes a country, the people. Thank you all for listening and hopefully we'll see you next week. Bye everyone.